The Ashtavaka Gita Purest Expression of Truth Janaka said, How is one to acquire knowledge? How is one to attain liberation? And how is one to reach dispassion? Tell me this, sir. Ashtavaka said, If you were seeking liberation, my son, avoid the objects of the senses like poison and cultivate tolerance, sincerity, compassion, contentment and truthfulness as the antidote. You do not consist of any of the elements, earth, water, fire, air, or even ether. To be liberated, know yourself as consisting of consciousness, the witness of these. If only you will remain resting in consciousness, seeing yourself as distinct from the body, then even now you will become happy, peaceful and free from bonds. You do not belong to the Brahman or any other caste You are not at any stage, nor are you anything that the eye can see. You are unattached and formless, the witness of everything. So be happy. Righteousness and unrighteousness, pleasure and pain are purely of the mind and are of no concern of yours. You are neither the doer nor the reaper of the consequences. So you are always free. You are the one witness of everything and are always completely free. The cause of your bondage is that you see the witness as something other than this.
Since you have been bitten by the black snake and believe in the false I am the doer concept, drink the antidote of faith in the fact that I am not the doer and be happy. Burn down the forest of ignorance with the fire of understanding that I am the one pure awareness and be happy and free from distress. That in which all this appears is imagined like the snake in a rope. That joy, supreme joy and awareness is what you are. So be happy. If one thinks of oneself as free, one is free. And if one thinks of oneself as bound, one is bound. Here, this saying is true. Thinking makes it so. Your real nature is as the one perfect, free and actionless consciousness the all-pervading witness, unattached to anything, desireless and at peace. It is from illusion that you seem to be involved in samsara. Meditate on yourself as motionless awareness, free from any dualism, giving up the mistaken idea that you are just a derivative consciousness or anything external or internal. You have long been trapped in the snare of identification with the body. Sever it with a knife of knowledge that I am awareness and be happy, my son. You are really unbound and actionless self-illuminating and spotless already. The cause of your bondage is that you are still resorting 
distilling the mind. All of this is really filled by you and strung out in you. For what you consist of is pure awareness. So don't be small-minded. You are unconditioned and changeless, formless and immovable, unfathomable awareness, imperturbable. So hold to nothing but that. Recognize that the apparent is unreal, while the unmanifest is abiding. Through this initiation into truth, you will escape falling into unreality again. Just as a mirror exists everywhere, both within and apart from its reflected images, so the Supreme Lord of Truth exists everywhere, within and apart from this body. Just as one and the same all-pervading space exists within and without a jar, so the eternal, everlasting truth exists in the totality of things.
Janaka said, Truly, I am spotless and at peace. The awareness beyond natural causality. All this time, I have been afflicted by delusion. As I alone give light to this body, so I do to the world. As a result, the whole world is mine, or alternatively, nothing is. So now I have abandoned the body and everything else. By good fortune, my true self becomes apparent. Waves, foam and bubbles do not differ from water. In the same way, all this which has emanated from oneself is no other than oneself. When you analyse it, cloth is found to be just thread. In the same way, when all this is analysed, it is found to be no other than oneself. The sugar produced from the juice of the sugar cane is permeated throughout with the same taste. In the same way, all this produced out of me is completely permeated with myself. From ignorance of oneself, the world appears and by knowledge of oneself, it appears no longer. From ignorance of the rope, it appears to be a snake. And by knowledge of it, it does so no longer. Shining is my essential nature, and I am nothing other than that. When the world shines forth, it is only me that is shining forth.
All this which appears in me is imagined due to ignorance. Just as a snake appears in the rope, the mirage of water in the sunlight, and silver in mother of pearl. All this which has originated out of me is resolved back into me too, like a jug back into clay, a wave into water, and a bracelet into gold. How wonderful I am. Glory to me, for whom there is no destruction. Remaining even beyond the destruction of the world. From Brahma, down to the last clump of grass. How wonderful I am. Glory to me, solitary, even though with a body, neither going or coming anywhere. I who abide forever, filling all that is. How wonderful I am, glory to me. There is no one so clever as me. I who have borne all that is forever, without even touching it with my body. How wonderful I am, Glory to me, I who possess nothing at all, or alternatively, possess everything that speech and mind can refer to. Knowledge what is to be known, and the knower. These three do not exist. I am the spotless reality in which they appear because of ignorance. Truly, dualism is the root of suffering. There is no other remedy for it than the realization 
that all this that we see is unreal and that I am the one stainless reality consisting of consciousness. I am pure awareness, though through ignorance I have imagined myself to have additional attributes. By continually reflecting like this, my dwelling place is in the unimagined. For me, there is neither bondage nor liberation. The illusion has lost its basis and ceased. Truly, all this exists in me, though ultimately, it does not even exist in me. Recognizing that all this and my body too are nothing, while my true self is nothing but pure consciousness. What is there left for the imagination to work on now? The body, heaven and hell, bondage and liberation, and fear too. All this is pure imagination. What is there left to do for me whose very nature is consciousness? I do not even see dualism in a crowd of people. So what do I gain if it is replaced by a desert? I am not the body, nor is the body mine. I am not a living being. I am consciousness. It was my thirst for living that was my bondage. Truly, it is in the boundless ocean of myself that, stimulated by the colourful waves of the world, 
everything suddenly arises in the wind of consciousness. In the boundless ocean of myself, the wind of thought subsides and the world boat of the living being traders is wrecked by lack of goods. How wonderful it is that in the boundless ocean of myself the waves of living beings arise, collide, play and disappear in accordance with their nature. Ashtavaka said, Knowing yourself as truly one and indestructible, how could a wise person possessing self-knowledge feel any pleasure in acquiring wealth? Truly, when one does not know oneself, one takes pleasure in the objects of mistaken perception. Just as greed arises for the mistaken silver, in one who does not know mother of pearl for what it is. All this wells up like waves in the sea, recognizing I am that. Why run around like someone in need? After hearing of oneself as pure consciousness, and the supremely beautiful. Is one to go on lusting after sordid sexual objects?
When the sage has realized that they themselves is in all beings and all beings are in themselves. It is astonishing that the sense of individuality should be able to continue. It is astonishing that a person who has reached the supreme non-dual state and is intent on the benefits of liberation should still be subject to lust and in bondage to sexual activity. It is astonishing that one already very debilitated and knowing very well that its arousal is the enemy of knowledge should still hanker after sensuality even when approaching their last days. It is astonishing the one who is unattached to the things of this world or the next, who discriminates between the permanent and the impermanent, and who longs for liberation, should still be afraid of liberation. Whether fated or tormented, the wise person is always aware of their supreme self-nature and is neither pleased nor disappointed. The great-souled person, Jnani, sees even their own body in action, as if it were someone else's. So how should they be disturbed by praise or blame? Seeing this world as pure illusion and devoid of any interest in it, how should the strong-minded person feel fear even at the approach of death? Who can be compared to the great-souled person whose mind is free from desire even in disappointment? and who has found satisfaction in self-knowledge. How should a strong-minded person who knows that what they see 
is by its very nature nothing. Consider one thing to be grasped and another to be rejected. An object of enjoyment that comes of itself is neither painful nor pleasurable for someone who has eliminated attachment and who is free from dualism and from desire. Ashtavaka said, The wise person of self-knowledge, playing the game of worldly enjoyment, bears no resemblance whatever to samsara's bewildered beasts of burden. Truly, the yogi feels no excitement, even at being established in that state, which all the devas from Indra down yearn for. One who has known that is untouched within by good deeds or bad. Just as space is not touched by smoke, however much it may appear to be. Who can prevent the jnani who has known this whole world as themselves? from living as they please. Of all four categories of beings from Brahma down to the last clump of grass. Only the person of knowledge is capable of eliminating desire and aversion. Rare 
is the person who knows himself as a non-dual lord of the world and one who knows this is not afraid of anything. Ashtavaka said, You are not bound by anything. What does a pure person like you need to renounce? Putting the complex organism to rest, you can find peace. This arises out of you, like a bubble out of the sea. Knowing yourself like this to be but one, you can find peace. In spite of being in front of your eyes, all this being insubstantial does not exist in you, spotless as you are. It is an appearance like the snake in a rope. so you can find peace. Equal in pain and in pleasure. Equal in hope and in disappointment. Equal in life and in death. And complete as you are, you can find peace.
Ashtavaka said, I am infinite like space, and the natural world is like a jar. To know this is knowledge. And then, there is neither renunciation, acceptance, or cessation of it. I am like the ocean and the multiplicity of objects is comparable to a wave. To know this is knowledge and then there is neither renunciation, acceptance or cessation of it. I am like the mother of pearl and the imagined world is like the silver. To know this is knowledge and then there is neither renunciation, acceptance or cessation of it. Alternatively, I am in all beings, and all beings are in me. To know this is knowledge, and then there is neither renunciation, acceptance, or cessation of it. Janaka said, In the boundless ocean of myself, the world boat 
drifts here and there. Moved by its own inner wind, I am not put out by that. Whether the world wave of its own nature rises or disappears in the boundless ocean of myself, I neither gain nor lose anything by that. It is in the boundless ocean of myself that the mind creation called the world takes place. I am supremely peaceful and formless and I remain as such. My true nature is not contained in objects nor does any object exist in it, for it is infinite and spotless. So it is unattached, desireless and at peace, and I remain as such. I am pure consciousness and the world is like a magician's show. How could I imagine there is anything there to take up or reject? <laughs> 